Welcome to Glow Radio. This is the Rich Bitch Academy for all baddies who want to glow the fuck up. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a wealth astrologer and business coach for luxury entrepreneurs. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations about how to embrace a rich CEO mindset. We will discuss everything including business, astrology, manifestation, human design, and more. It's time to break off limiting beliefs and free your best self. Let's secure the bag. I was just telling Sean about how I've literally cried more this week than I've cried in the whole past year. And I think that was so, so necessary for me to release so many suppressed emotions I have. Like, let me just tell you, the eclipses during Scorpio season were crazy and wild. Like, you know, it's going to be fucking intense when the eclipse is during Scorpio season. Like, Scorpio season is the season of rebirth. And I feel like I'm so here for all, like, the depth and all those necessary transformations that we need to go through in order to level up in our lives. But I'm honestly so excited for Sagittarius season. Like, Sagittarius activates my fifth house of fun. The fifth house is my absolute favorite house. And when I was going through my fifth house perfection year, I think that was when I was, like, around 27 or 28, that was such a good year. It's honestly like the favorite year of my life, but I know like there's better years to come. But today I just wanted to come on here and really have like a Manny Jen brain dump. And honestly, I feel like this episode is more for me than anything because I just want to remind myself of my own power, remind myself of all the things that I've accomplished and just affirm myself that if I could go through all those things that I've achieved already, I can literally do anything. I find that sometimes our brain falls into this recency bias where we only remember the things that happened most recently, but we forget like how much shit we literally have went through all the previous years of our life and if we were able to overcome those things if we were able to survive and thrive we can literally do everything so let's go into why I've been like sobbing oh my goodness guys so first of all let's talk about a a high note here so I have been trying to or I've been focusing on manifesting travel for a while like I've just been itching to travel like it's probably my Sagittarius fifth house acting up and I've just been feeling really stuck and like trapped and I just want to go somewhere but I had all these fears coming up like I was like it's kind of irresponsible for me to go and like I'm working on things on my business and like yeah so but I reminded myself I feel like a big big reminder for me in these last few weeks like just from all the support I've been getting from my mentors and my friends is to remind myself that I'm my own fucking boss the whole reason why I decided to become an entrepreneur the whole reason why I wanted to start this business was so that I could have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want to travel whenever I want and it's this is literally what I preach like I teach you guys this I teach all my clients and my students this how to be your own boss but I find that sometimes it's like 
we struggle with it so hard ourselves, like the things that we believe so hard, the things that we are teaching other people, the things that we stand for, sometimes can be such a big struggle for us. And I just wanted to like be open with you guys and share that with you because this thought has been on my mind for a while. And I feel like this is why a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome, especially like coaches, mentors, business owners, like you feel like you're not good enough to be teaching the thing that you're teaching or like what doing whatever thing that you're doing. But I feel like you forget that like you're it's allowed for you to struggle with the thing that you are teaching. Because like, people want someone to relate to like I'm not going to want to learn how to like overcome an eating disorder from someone who has never gone through an eating disorder before and has never struggled with that like it just doesn't make any sense like it's not relatable so if you're struggling if you're struggling with imposter syndrome right now just remember that like it's okay to struggle like literally I've been a serial entrepreneur for over a decade and I've had more dark nights of the soul than I can remember and literally these past few weeks let me just tell you like when I cried I sobbed like a river so that happened I just went off on a tangent there but back to manifesting the travel so I I manifested a trip so last week okay I literally had like this major breakdown because I was so frustrated and like I was just feeling so stuck in my business I I got caught up in this moment where like I guess this is my dominant Pluto planet and the dominant Scorpio in my chart how I get so attached to the results and I felt like so stuck because I wasn't where I wanted to be yet in my business and I just forgot like everything that I have achieved and I feel like the the logical part of my mind was like it's never as bad as you think like I was getting the results in my business I was making the sales but just because it wasn't quick enough it wasn't as fast as I wanted to be my impatience was kicking out kicking up or I don't know acting up I don't even know what I'm saying there my impatience was acting up and and I just was so attached to forcing things to happen and I was really going against myself and this is like everything that I teach my students and my clients and everyone on my social media like being a manifesting generator it's so important for me to feel into my body and I was like so just like disconnected from that this past week so I had that sobbing moment but after that day I still didn't feel clear like even though I had cried so much and like and I realized it was because I was like looking for support but I wasn't allowing myself to be supported and the next day I was speaking to like my spiritual coach one of my really good friends and it was funny because she was telling me that she had this dream about me and the dream was that like we were living in the same house together and for some reason like I kind of wanted her there but I also didn't want her there and it was just this weird thing and then all of a sudden like I just go like batshit crazy in the like the closet and I started like scribbling all these words and I don't even know it was crazy but the fact that she had that dream I feel like it was so on point like me and this one one friend of mine Chantel like we always have so many parallel moments and I really feel like we're like twin flames because we have had just so many parallels in our lives and 
So she had this dream and I was like, that literally confirms what I've been feeling. Like, I think it's like, I, I have her there for support. I have these other people in my life for support, but it's like, I'm kind of in and I'm kind of not. Like, I'm just like one foot in, one foot out. And I'm not opening myself up and allowing myself to be supported. And instead, I'm, it's like this like hyper masculinity, hyper independence where like, I feel like I need to do everything myself. So that happened. Okay, back to the, the travel. Let me tell you about this. So, so my, I was asking my parents, like, because my parents are going to visit my, like, my grandma and, like, my relatives for Christmas time. So they're going to be flying out to Alberta. And I was asking them, like, what day their trip was. Because I, me and Sean were thinking of, like, going back home to Vancouver to, like, visit, stuff like that. So my dad told me the dates and then he asked me, he was like, do you want to come with us to Alberta? And then he's like, I'll pay for your ticket. But I'm like, I don't really want to go to Edmonton right now, you know, and me and Sean were planning to go back to Vancouver during Christmas, like with Griffey and everything. So I was like, I'll think about it. But then I took that as my cue to be like, well, I kind of wanted to come home to visit Vancouver like, would you be open to paying for my flight for that? And then my dad was like, yeah, sure, like, book it and just, like, let me know. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, that that was literally my manifestation. And I think this is such a real moment for me because even though, like, like my manifestation literally happened, like, I was manifesting travel, but my self-sabotage and my tendency, like, my shadow tendencies in my mind was like, oh, it's not good enough. Like this travel isn't good enough because it's not like an exotic trip to like a beachy place in Maldives or whatever. But I'm like, I manifested a trip. Like this is exactly what I I wanted. I really wanted to go home to like visit my friends and just let loose and like get out of my mind for once because I feel like being here on the island, like even though I love it and it's been great for everything, like I just needed this time to release myself and be free like I feel like all my Aquarius placements are like I need freedom so I manifested this trip and like my mind goes to the spot where like oh my god it's not good enough like it's like even though I manifested it like your dad's paying for it so it's like whatever and I think it's just so funny that like our mind goes to this immediate negative place like I was talking to Chantel about it and then she was like 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 you got to remind yourself to be grateful sometimes to be like grateful for like everything and I think that's definitely a very very big struggle for me and basically this whole week of crying more than ever it just highlighted to me how in my draconic birth chart I have a cancer mercury So the draconic birth chart has always been like so highlighted to me. I have a mini course on it teaching about it, but it's basically this other birth chart that tells you about what your soul really wants to achieve in this lifetime and talks about what your soul really is. And it's not something that people can usually see on the outside, but it's, it's within you. And this one part of my draconic chart my Cancer Mercury had me so puzzled for a long time and I just never really understood it. And I always say to you guys, like whenever I feel this way or whenever you feel like there's a certain placement in your astrology and your human design that doesn't really make sense to you, 
it might just not be time for you to understand it yet. And it's going to be revealed to you in divine timing. So that's kind of like my thought about my Cancer Mercury. And I feel like now I'm really seeing it and understanding it more and more. Like just the fact that I've been crying and sobbing so much this whole week. It made me come back to compassion. Like I think... I was so disconnected with my body for a while. I forgot how to feel compassion for both myself and for other people. And this kind of brings me to the next part where I want to talk to you guys about. And it's like, I kind of forgot my own power. And isn't that crazy how like literally I teach people to like step into their own power. But there are times when like I forget my own power and it's just crazy. Because I was talking to... So I was talking to Sean yesterday about how I feel like there's been three phases in my life so far. The first phase, like way back, this is like when I was in my toxic relationship, I feel like at that point in my life, I really didn't like people. Like I didn't like meeting new people. I liked keeping to myself. And I think it's because at that time, I probably didn't know it yet, but I was just really sensitive to other people's energies. And there's also part of it that's probably like me being very judgmental because I was so judgmental on myself. I was like projecting this. So that was like what happened during that time. I probably just didn't know. And like me being a Pisces with a Pisces Venus, like Pisces are known to be like merging their energies with other people. So that was phase one. And then phase two was like after I left that toxic relationship, I... That was when I fully stepped into my power. Like I, that is like one of the most favorite times of my life because I truly realized my worth and I was like, fuck everything else. Like, I think that's really when I stepped into being a Leo rising, even though at that time I didn't even know I was a Leo rising yet because I had my birth time wrong. But at that time I was like having so much fun. I was partying. I was meeting people. I was going on dates like no tomorrow, like meeting all these guys and just having fun with my friends and I wasn't affected by the energies around me because I was owning my own power and my own energy and I think that's what I've been craving so much because now in phase three of my life I feel like I've been scared of people and it's like I miss that connection like I used to love partying so much meeting people and like I crave that. I've been craving that for a while and I just haven't known how to kind of activate that again. But I keep, I guess like people keep telling me that it could be different in the season of my life, but I'm like, how will it look though? Because I miss that so much. And I think I just gained so much clarity on that, like just in the last week because, so I had another Akashic reading with Shay I talked about her on my Instagram and like literally I this is the first time I've ever had an Akashic reading well this was the second time but I hadn't done this before and literally after the first session with her it completely changed my life like I feel like she helped me quantum leap in ways that I wouldn't have been able to do myself like not in like a way where I'm codependent on her but it was just like amazing so so I had another session just was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, I think. And it was super heavy. Like, I feel like there was a lot of shit, like a lot of karmic stuff I was clearing and going through. And one, one really big part of it was I wanted to, wanted her to pull up the files of certain friendships in my life, because I feel like friendships have been such a big deal in my life. And I think it's also because 
I have that Aquarius Mars. Like whatever your Mars placement is, it tells you where you invest the most time and energy in your life. And Aquarius is a sign of friendships, social groups. So I do feel like I invest a lot of energy into my friendships. And I was telling Shay, I was like, so there's a few friends in my life that I feel like I've outgrown and I've kind of like, I did so much cord cutting for it. I'm kind of over it. Like these people are more like acquaintances now in my life because I just realized they're not the type of friends that I want to keep pursuing. So she pulled up those files and it like confirmed everything. I felt like that was great. But there's like certain friendships that were really puzzling to me because I didn't feel like they were toxic. Like the, in fact, these are like very healthy friendships, but when I hang out with certain people, I feel like shit after. And it's not anything that like they did or said to me, like they, like they offended me or whatever. It's that I was feeling their energy. And I feel like the Akashic session really confirmed that where she was saying like, certain people like might just be on a different vibration than me and I'm like processing their shit for them I'm healing because I'm just like a healer naturally it's not that I'm like here to save them or whatever but that's what I've been doing and certain like these people could unintentionally be an energy vampire because like my energy is so high they feel really good after hanging out with me but then I feel like shit and I feel drained because I just been processing all their stuff for them and but like there was a certain friendship where it's like I felt like that but I don't feel that like I'm meant to let go of it right now and I think I was really battling that because I didn't know whether to let go or not but I was like this friend has been a good friend to me and I we've had very vulnerable open conversations difficult conversations and every time that happens it ends up good so I was just like, I'm so confused as to what to do with this relationship in my life. And I was just talking to Sean yesterday and he was just reminding me because he's seen me interact with these friends. And he was saying that like, there are certain relationships worth fighting for. for. And I think because I've never known healthy relationships in my life or like, I just didn't grow up with that. And in the past, I thought that fighting for relationships meant fighting for toxic relationships. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. But that's like, I was fighting for my toxic relationship with my ex for so long. And that's like, in my mind, what I thought fighting meant. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, fuck that. But when he said that, it just kind of reminded me or just showed me and revealed to me that like, maybe this is the lesson that I'm supposed to learn because the question that I keep asking myself is what is this teaching me what lesson do I need to learn from this hella difficult situation in my life and I think I don't have all the answers yet but what I'm seeing clearer now is like it's teaching me that it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to be open with how I'm feeling and and to show compassion, like the reason why I've been feeling so many energies, I've been so scared of it. It's been so irritating to me in a sense, because I'm like, I hate this. Like, I love the fact that I'm going through all these spiritual awakenings and learning all this stuff and like ascending and all that spiritual woo woo shit. But it's like, it sucks when I'm like ascending and I feel like all like these relationships and friendships that were so dear to me before 
it's so hard for me to be in the their presence because like I hate like I don't even know like it's so hard to explain I feel like it's like I, I feel the energy so intensely and I don't want to be like oh me on my high horse like I'm better than you like that's not what it is it's like I just feel their energy so intensely that I don't know what to do with it and I know that I'm not here to be a savior and I think I'm learning how to not be afraid of energies because everyone has unhealed energy, even myself. Like, don't ever put me on a pedestal. Like, I have my own shit going on. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to protect myself from all the energies of the world. And I don't think that's what I'm meant to do either. Like, I'm not meant to be scared in my own little bubble. I feel like that's that's almost what it reminds me of, like, my Christian upbringing. Because I feel like that just reminds you of that energy of, like everything is evil but I don't think that's what I'm meant to do and having that Akashic session like Shay was saying that this is something that she practices and it, I felt like it was such a good suggestion she was saying like it's not about setting the intention that you need to protect your energy because that's almost like inviting something to come in that you need to protect yourself from but like you can envision like a gold ribbon around yourself just containing your own energy your own power and like it's more like an expansive energy than a contracting energy I feel like when you're protecting yourself that's very contracting it's very limiting but when you are saying this is my power like this is my energy I'm here to set the tone for the room like my mentor Chantel was reminding me how to step into my Leo side more like when a Leo steps into a room you just know they're a Leo like they are shining like naturally it's not that they're doing anything it's like they're they're ruled by the sun you know and I kind of forgot about that so it just reminded me and I feel like it gave me more clarity on how to navigate these certain friendships and relationships where I feel like I'm not meant to let them go because I feel like there is an amount of like like a healthy relationship there but I need to learn how to own my own power not be afraid of other people's energies, speak my truth and be open and honest with how I feel like if something is bothering me and to show compassion. Like once again, it comes back to my draconic cancer mercury. I think it was so difficult for me to accept my cancer mercury in my draconic chart because in my birth chart, my mercury is an Aries. Aries is squaring cancer. So there is that tension there. And also because there's so much Aquarius in my chart, like Aquarius and cancer aren't really signs that, that relate to each other. They're so different. And I think it was all these sides like battling each other and the shadow tendency of my my both like Virgo, Aquarius, like being very detached and disconnected was showing up too much when I need to remember my compassion. And I think this is why I miss like partying with my girlfriends, just drinking with them. I miss it so much because whenever I would do that, like whenever I would go party, I would just be so free. I felt like the way that I partied was very healthy for me, like in a very like Pisces way, like in a very Pisces escapist way. And that's what I've been missing that opportunity to escape and every time I would like drink with my girlfriends I would feel so loving like I'd get into this mode where like I would really embrace my true self like I always feel like when what is that quote like drunk 
words are sober thoughts. And the drunk me, honestly, is so loving, is so fun. And this is like stuff my girlfriends tell me too. Like, and I just missed that part of me. But now it's like integrating everything together and how to access that part of me now too. And yeah, like, I feel like one shadow tendency of Pisces is merging with other people. Like Pisces literally have no boundaries. But I was just reminding myself another really great part of Pisces energy is that they are just able to block out negativity. You can call it fantasizing, idealizing, but Pisces are like they're traditionally ruled by Jupiter, the sign of optimism, abundance, expansion. It's not that they're like avoiding the negativity. It's like they are just focused on the positive. And I do feel like that is a very strong trait of mine. It's not like it's not toxic positivity where like you're like avoiding, but literally my eyes are on the prize. My eyes are on the light. And that's just how I operate. And I feel like I forgot about that for a moment there. So I wanted to remind myself of all these things. And I wanted to remind myself to not forget everything that I've accomplished because so many people will never have the balls to do what I've already done. And I wrote this list for myself last time where I'm going to like read it to you guys, where I'm like, if I could do this, I could literally do anything. Like, if I could overcome my eating disorder in the past, I can do anything. If I had the guts to quit so many jobs that made me unhappy, I can do anything. If I could move across the world to Hong Kong with my ex, and then when I was there, I made new friends. I reached out to like PR companies because I was like an influencer at that time. I was like on YouTube, I was doing like fashion, lifestyle, whatever, health, fitness stuff. And then I got invited to really big events. Like that was because of my own choices and my doing. Like if I can do that, I can literally do anything. And like when I came back and when I started the podcast with Clara and I, I invited like big names, big CEOs to be podcast guests, like straight off the bat, like I had no fear. If I can do that, I can literally do anything. And then if I could leave that toxic 13 year relationship when I didn't even have a self-sufficient income at that time, I can literally do anything. Like if I could leave that and then go back to my home with my parents when I hadn't healed my trauma yet at that time and like go through that, I can literally do anything. And if I could go back to Hong Kong after my breakup to get my shit from my ex's mom and then carry like three luggages without a luggage cart at that time because it wasn't available to the airport, I can literally do anything and like... This is also another crazy part of the Akashic session where I really wanted her to bring up the file of my ex's mom because I feel like there's such a deep karmic tie there and there have been times where I felt more resentment towards her than my ex himself. So when she pulled up the file, oh my goodness guys, it was Liddy. So basically she said we were in a past life together and it was almost like like I was her geisha, like she had this geisha business or like burlesque dancers, you know, sort of thing. 
And so she made money off me. So it was kind of like this feeling of like she owned me and she controlled me. And I feel like that's exactly what I was feeling in this life. Like it felt like she tried to morph or she tried to make me into the daughter that she wanted, even though it wasn't what I wanted. And every time that I level up in my life, it's like she gets a paycheck from that. So because of like that past life. So that's what I was feeling. We cleared all that shit out. It feels really good to clear that. I've done so many cord cuttings. So that's also a reminder that certain things, it's not always like a one and done type of situation. Like I've, there's certain people in my life I've done multiple cord cuttings for every time that they pop up because the cord just runs so fucking deep. And I think me having these Akashic sessions at this time in my life is such divine timing because I've done so much of the healing on my own already. Whereas this was like kind of like the final clearing of like certain relationships. And yeah, I'm just so grateful for that. I feel like I've been in such a crazy rebirth lately, literally from the depths of hell to here. And we're making good progress. Like, yeah, so, so much stuff. Another thing that we cleared was, like, I, I was telling her, I feel like I have this deep-rooted, like, lack mindset at times where I'm, like, so afraid of not having enough money. And I know it's not me because I'm, like, throughout my life, like, even though there's periods of times where I've struggled with money, I've always had enough. And I just felt like the fear ran deeper than me. I felt like it was like from either my dad or like previous generations because my dad grew up poor. And so I wanted Shay to pull out that in the Akashic Files. And she was saying, yes, like this definitely runs back like generations, like from my dad, my mom, previous generations. And it felt great to just clear that shit out because I felt like I did so many cord cuttings as of late, like. I went ham like I feel like I haven't done any cord cuttings for like over a month and then I went ham and did like 10 in two days <laughs> that's like my manifesting generator life but she cleared all that and I felt like that was so so necessary for me and that was the exact fear that was rising up after all the cord cuttings that I've done and it was intense man like this is what I mean when I say like healing is hard work like when you choose to release certain things, when you choose to do the cord cutting and that shit comes up, it literally feels like death. Like I, I was like drowning, honestly. Like I felt like I was drowning and I didn't know how to get out of it. But thankfully, I feel like my head is above the water now because I chose to open myself up for support. So let this be a reminder to you that support is available to you. And this is also exactly why I created my Creator Baddie program. Like, yes, it's a self-paced program teaching you how to grow your business, all that good stuff, all that practical business strategy, marketing strategy. But one of the biggest resources in my program is the private group chat that we have, where it's a place, it's a safe container for you to share your challenges with us because not everyone understands the struggles that entrepreneurs go through, especially if they are not an entrepreneur themselves. Like entrepreneurs go through the deepest, darkest shit, you know, and sometimes you need to believe in yourself so hard, even when no one else does. Like even 
I think it's very natural for like the people who love you to have doubts like I was sharing with Sean this is part of my breakdown moment where I was like oh my god like I just I'm so stuck and you know he was expressing like certain like he supports me but he was having like fears too like oh like what if I don't make it like you know there's earning potential but like you know what if I don't make it and I think that moment just showed me how unfazed I was like even though he was expressing these very natural fears that he was having and he's allowed to have. I was like, I'm so certain that this is my path. I know I'm going to make it. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to reach whatever goals that I have. And I've just never been so certain in my life. Like, I feel like I've gone through the ringer so many times. <laughs> I've gone through those moments where I literally start over not from scratch, but from experience where I started a business, invested it like over years, years into that business and then having it not be the thing for me and like me realizing I wasn't listening to my intuition and then having to pivot, going through those like tower moments, like having my son in the eighth house with that Scorpio energy of rebirth, just going through that. I'm just so certain that this is my path. I would never have it any other way. I know I'm here to be my own boss. And it feels kind of weird. Like it feels good knowing that. Like that I've strengthened my self-trust to this place. Because I feel like in the past, I would go through so many doubts of my own. And be like, oh my god, like what if I never make it? But I'm like, I've already built a life of freedom for myself right now. I just need to see it. And I know that this is my path. So if you need support, definitely go join Creator Batty. We have the community there to support you through those tough moments. Like when you feel like no one understands what's going on in your life. Like when, when I was an early entrepreneur, I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends that understood. I'm so grateful. I feel like my friends now have like shifted so much. And so many of my friends are like entrepreneurs and I'm so grateful for that. But it wasn't always that way. So wherever you are in your journey right now and you want some support, definitely join. We are here for you. Everyone is a baddie in the group. We are just so empowering. And there's no codependency. Like it's not like you're here to be codependent on the group or on me. But we're simply here to empower you to step into your own power, to remember your boundaries, to, to like step in your best, step into your best fucking self. So you guys always know where all the links are. Go check them out. I welcome you into Creator Baddie and I can't wait to see you inside. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glow Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely take a screenshot, share it on your stories, and tag me at astrobabe1234 so I can make sure to reshare it. And if you want to continue spreading the abundance, definitely go leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you so much, and I'm sending you lots of abundance and love.